On today's show, we've got one guaranteed over and one guaranteed under. Teams that will overperform their win total and underperform their win total on FanDuel. Let's talk about it on today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast. Thanks for being part of the show, making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. Be an everydayer. Subscribe, follow for free. Just search Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know who's a team that's a guaranteed over and a team that's a guaranteed under from their win totals on FanDuel. Go check it out there. Joining me, as always, on a Thursday, host of Lockdown Bulls. What you got for me, Pat, the designer? There's a lot of math involved in this whole over. There was math thing. today. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's got to catch prep, me. The prep I thought we were talking math. sports. <laughs> thought we were doing sports. No, there'll be math today. <laughs> Is there a quiz? There will be a quiz at the end. <laughs> Dang it's, it. It's called Count It Up, where, there, where, there's, where there's more math. More math! <laughs> we'll do Count It Up at the end, where we talk about the most interesting, fun things in the NBA, including... Our own Keith Pompey reports that James Harden has expressed interest in playing in China. When will that happen? <laughs> Stephen A. Smith and Lonzo Ball are beefing about knees. Stephen Adams just admitted that he stumbled into the NBA. We'll, uh, we'll talk about all that later, but let's start here. FanDuel has their win totals up for pretty much every team. I don't think they have Portland, right? No, they don't have Portland, which, hey. Everybody look at their, their clocks, look at their watches. Yeah, still waiting on the Dame trade. When is Dame time coming? We need Dame it for Lockdown time NBA. Is, uh, is, they, they're in reverse time right now. They don't have Portland. They do have Miami, but they're still holding up on some of those. But they've got every other team. And how this works is they'll basically, let's say the Atlanta Hawks, their win total over under is 41 and a half. So if you think that they're going to win 42 games or more than 42 games, you take the over. If you think they're going to win 41 games or 40 games or less than that even, go take the under. So we're going to give you one guaranteed over and one guaranteed under each. All right. I'm going to start this show in a way that a lockdown NBA probably hasn't started in a long time. I'm giving you my under or my one over. And this is a team that we probably never talk about here. The Indiana Pacers. I'm with you. 38 and a half on FanDuel. They won 35 games last year. Just looking at that. If you look at some of their roster movement, they brought in Bruce Brown, the biggest free agent get of the offseason, really. Obi Toppin comes over from the Knicks. Maybe he'll have a better spot. Maybe Carlisle knows how to use him a little bit better. He he learned how to use Dwight Powell. If he can learn how to use Dwight Powell, I think he can figure out Obi Toppin. Yeah. And then they drafted Jairus Walker, so they revamped their you know power forward or four position. They only really lost Chris Duarte and O'Shea Brissett, and Chris Duarte was kind of underperforming after you know a good rookie year. And, like, I think this team can easily get – what, do they have to get four more wins than last year? Like, there's there's a couple of things that really make me think that. Tyrese Halliburton, he's playing on Team USA right now. He only played 56 games last year. Yeah. He plays, like, 10 more games. That's That might be three or four more wins for him right there. And if he takes another step. Like, I think this team is primed to do what OKC did last year and just go 40 and 42. And if they do that, then they hit this over by a, by a couple of games. No, I, I think – I I – I'll agree with you on that. I think that I have to find, or uh, Rick Carlisle, I have to find him, right? I'm coaching down there. Uh, Rick Carlisle <laughs> has to find more of a um, 
a roll to me for Ben Matherin. That's the one thing that if I was mm. going to say anything that I think puts this team over the top, I think we saw enough of Ben Matherin last season to say, hey, this young man deserves to be in the starting lineup. I was really excited about what he he was able to come in and do, especially, you know, calling out LeBron James day one of being drafted <laughs> and then actually playing pretty well against LeBron James, right? So uh, I, I actually like this Indiana Pacers team. I see them as a team that's going to come out and, and do a lot of good things uh, uh, defensively to start things off. But then on the other end, right, Tyrese Halliburton's a bucket. I could see them finishing around. I don't know if I see them too far above the 38 threshold, but you only have to be one game above it to hit that over. I probably see them coming in around 39 or 40 wins this season. And uh, that, that'd be, a, that'd be a, a really big improvement to me. You get a couple of things on this Pacer team. You get Tyrese Halliburton to play more than 56 games, which is yeah. low. Benedict Matherin takes another step. Like you said, he's he's 20. I mean, he takes another step like that in his second year. That's given almost for a guy to play that well his first year. And then think about this. Number two, no, number, what was he? Number four? Six, sorry. That's way, way off. Number six on their team in minutes was Aaron Neesmith. You're basically yeah. turning all of his minutes into Bruce Brown and then Obi Toppin or Jairus Walker. Like that, that's a big step up in a couple areas. Uh, even just going from Neesmith to Bruce Brown is just a big step up for them. And he'll probably, he'll probably start for them. It'd be Tyrese Halberton, Benedict Mather and Bruce Brown. Like that's a good backcourt that you can do a lot of stuff with miles Turner still in the front court. And then you start uh, Obi Toppin, maybe Jairus Walker finds his way there. This is a, this is a, this is a, a solid team that I think can make it to around that 500 mark. And that gives you the over pretty easily. Also, in uh, Josh Lloyd, Lockdown Fantasy Basketball, his team preview that he's been doing with all the teams, him, yeah. his with uh, the Pacers and Tony East, host of Lockdown Pacers, they both picked forty and forty-two. So I feel I feel good about my over if they're both going on hitting the over. Yeah, I could team. I could I could definitely see that end up being the uh, the outcome there. Uh, my over that I'm going to go with as long as, as, since we're right, like this is everyone stays healthy. We throw in that caveat in there, basically. Yeah, is that how yeah, we're doing I mean, it? Rel- relatively, I mean. <laughs> Are you are you going with the Pelicans? Because if yes, it's Zion, if it's Zion, then like no, Zion's out. If Zion's I, there's out, a couple right? Of, I'm like, I mean, uh... if Zion's out, I mean, you know, maybe it's a leg injury. Maybe it's Zion Williams <laughs> and porn. You never know. You never know. Yeah, okay, wait, wait, wait. Truth, truth, lie detector. You picked the Pelicans just so you could use that drop. True. No, not at all. I I, I actually had to go search for it real quick. <laughs> I didn't ask that. What's that? What's that game where you hit the X button? Doubt. Doubt. <laughs> doubt. doubt. I doubt it. Doubt. No, doubt. but uh, no, honestly, the, the Pelicans was a team. If we're talking about a team that's healthy, where it's an easy bet to lock in. Now, of course, right. The health is the major question, but I think just like the Pacers, right. If you don't get Tyrese Halliburton for more than 56 games next year, you could be taking the under there. I think the Pelicans is a similar situation. Just Zion Williamson's health has been a major question, but if you can get that big three, to finally actually work together. The biggest part of that big three is Zion Williamson. I go back to the beginning of the season when they were literally just like, I mean, they were dominant. They were, they were a team number one that, in the, the West at one point. Yeah, like they they were a dominant team. Zion Williamson couldn't be slowed down or stopped. I think there's going to have to be some pivots to his game. But if, if we're going everybody in a relatively healthy world, I really think the Pelicans are the, the easiest bet to take because I think with Zion Williamson a go, that's a 50 win team, possibly a 50 plus win team with how strong he was in the, with uh, how efficient he was last season. Their FanDuel over under is 44 and a half. They won 42 games last year 
And to your point, Zion only played 29 games. But the thing that actually stands out the most to me, they only got 45 games of Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Right? Like, you could almost get 40 more games of Brandon Ingram if if he's healthy, right? Yeah, and and get the over there. That's a ton of basketball. So if they get him even healthy, he's playing on Team USA right now. It seems like he's, you know, doing all right health-wise. So if he's healthy, and they have a bunch of breakout guys, guys that could even take another step up. I mean, uh, Trey Murphy the third, people have talked about a lot. You've got Najee Marshall maybe, Jose Alvarado maybe, Dyson Daniels playing with uh, Team Australia in FIBA right now. Uh, Herb Jones could, could take another step. Like they've Herb got, Jones! They've got some guys that could even take another step forward and be really good for them. Uh, and so, yeah, th- I think it's a good one. I'm just so worried about like the injury Injury problems for for this team. The injury concerns major. The Just injury concerns is, is is the biggest one. I guess if I was going to give you guys another one where maybe less injury is a major concern, although <laughs> you never know with that, with my Bulls, uh, the Bulls would be one that I would say. I, I thought think you were going to take this one for sure. I I, well, I I just I felt like you know it's too homer to go Bulls every time. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean? Th- then I'll, I'll I'll give the the case for you. They're over under 36 and a half. Yeah. Like, they'll win that, more games that's than that. So that's so low. What did they win last year? They, 40, 40. They won 40 last year. They didn't change that much. No. And I think they addressed the things that we all looked at, right? Like flash and, and shine is what the teams that we sit there and we go, they're going to be great next season. And it almost never works. The bulls literally went, we've got a team that struggles at the point guard position defensively and facilitating wise. And we need better three point shooting. They went out and got Tory Craig, who was a phenomenal three point shooter last season. And Javon Carter, who was a phenomenal three point shooter last season. Oh, by the way, both of them are really good defenders. Yeah, they did have a very healthy year last year. You got 74 games of DeRozan, 77 of Zach Levine, 82 yeah. from Vooch, 82 of Patrick Williams, which you have not seen yeah. <laughs> very much. So yeah. maybe they're expecting some regression from some of those guys, but 36 and a half. I feel yeah, like Zach, bullsh- for 36, for, for less than 36 wins, Zach Levine has to like fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> like, well, he's got to hey, be like we, 18 points a game <laughs> we said that about luca making the playoffs and you see where where i end up well, this uh, yeah, my, uh, jason kid Ugh, sorry my was, other <laughs> my other one that i looked at was the wolves theirs was 44 and a half and they won 42 games last year missed a bunch of cat games anthony edwards takes a step forward like they've got a couple reasons there too but coming up <sighs> it's tough. coming up let's get into our unders which team are we going under on Talk about that. But before we do that, let me tell you about Ibotta. There's so many ways I could have phrased that. That was tough. Ibotta, it's officially summer. Oh, my gosh. It's so summer down here in Dallas. It's been like, a, it's been like 105 every day for like 60 days. Uh, now that it's summer, you've got all kinds of purchases, back-to-school stuff. You've got to make purchases. You've got to buy new clothes. You've got to buy groceries. You're back. You're, you're packing lunches. You're doing all that. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce, personal care, pantry goods, and more so that you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after your shop, and you get cash back. It's just that easy. Other apps will give you points that don't really amount to much, but Ibotta will give you real cash back. You can take that cash out to your bank, PayPal, or gift cards, however you like it. Again, go to Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A. They have a ton of different stores you can use, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, tons of stuff like that. Again, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying it by using the code LOCKED when you register. Go to the App Store, Google Play, use the code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A, Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, Google Play App Store, promo code LOCKED. 
Thanks, everybody, for being part of the show. Making Locked on NBA your first listen each and every day. We have a daily show for you on the NBA. That's this feed, wherever you're listening, watching us. I host Locked on Mavericks show daily, still throughout the offseason. We're going multi-daily because of uh, FIBA and all that. Locked on Bulls with Pat and Hayes. They've got you covered throughout the season daily as well. Click the link in the description to find the daily show on your team. All right, Pat, we did our one team that we think is going to go the on the over from FanDuel's win totals. Now let's do the under. Oh, man. This one, this one I've got in the bag. There's no way in the world that this team is going over this win total. The Washington Wizards, 24 and a half, 24 and a half, literally the lowest win total on there. Let me make the case. Last year, they had 35 wins. They lost Beal and Porzingis. That's like, what, 40% of your total scoring for the season (laughs) that they lost. They brought in, uh, you know, Jordan Poole, Tyus Jones, Bilal Koulibaly comes in as a rookie. And there's got to be one team that just sucks every year. There always is. This is how many teams won under 25 wins or under the two the 293 win-loss like percentile each year. Last year, we had three teams do it. Year uh, Two years ago, 2021-22, we had four teams do it. Shortened year, 2021, we had three teams. Year before that, two teams. 18 and 19, we had four teams. These are teams that won under 25 wins or under the, you know, the 29.3% win percentage. There's going to be a team that's terrible. That's way more terrible than we think every single year. This year, the Pistons were way worse than everybody thought. Spurs, I guess, were way worse, but maybe people thought that they were going to be that bad. This year, it's going to be the Pistons because I think they want to be that, and I think they're designed to be that. And you look at their starting lineup, and you're like, okay, I can kind of talk about it. Tyus Jones, Jordan Poole. Denny Abdia, Kyle Kuzma, Daniel Gafford. You're like, okay, that's like that's like fine. Listen to their good. listen to their backups: Delon Wright, Landry Shamit, Corey Kispert, Patrick Baldwin, Mike Muscala. Like they lose one of those starting lineup guys, and all of a sudden their whole rotation is just completely off. Like they lose Jordan Poole, who's scoring on the, it's Kuzma, maybe Tyus Jones. Like if Kuzma goes down, then it's just Jordan Poole jacking up thirty shots. Like I mean, that's it and. The whole NBA is talented now. So <laughs> this is well, I mean, this is the team. Pretty much this, Jordan is the team. Poole, this is the team that that wins like twenty two games next year. You know what? I'm I'm gonna push back on that. I think okay. now. Listen, if if health besets anybody, right? But we can't say if these guys are healthy with Zion Williamson and, and give these guys that if somebody blows their knee out, you know what I mean? I can't. Of the yeah. two, I gotta go with with uh, Zion probably not playing the full season, but. I'll give pushback because I think that having good point guard play changes a lot. And I think that Tyus Jones is good point guard play. I think he'll be able to come in, get these guys organized. And uh, like you said, the starting lineup is kind of set. The one thing I will say is keep an eye out on Patrick Baldwin Jr. Possibly having finally a year where they might actually utilize him. He's been on the Warriors for two years, basically. Came in, had dealt with some injury early on, got healthy, had like one game where he was nice, and then they were Steve Kerr kind of gave him the Kuzma <laughs> treatment or not not the Kuzma who uh, Kaminga treatment. Kuminga. Where he's like, oh, that was cool. Hey, you sit here, never do that again. We don't want you. <laughs> we got we got enough light skinned guys taking shots here already. Uh, keep an eye out on Patrick Baldwin. Possibly he's Clay somebody said, who Clay said that's right. That's right. Say Clay that. said that's right. Yeah, F- five rings, four rings, three rings. How many rings? A lot of rings. A lot of rings. <laughs> 
I like that Clay's now just like, that was cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we knew it. We knew it when we saw it. That's actually, my favorite I part. think me and you were here on that game. So I think we actually did call that. We were Come like, on. that was pretty Come cheesy, on, bro. Come on, Clay. I don't know. I, I I could see them winning more than 24 and a half just off of the starting lineup alone. I think they got enough weaponry there. Um, but I don't see them winning much more than 24 and a half. I'm not saying they're going to be good. <laughs> right? Like, I could see them winning like 29, 30. I'm also so jaded on the Tyus Jones is going to be a good starting point guard because I've listened to Lockdown Grizzlies. And every time I hear about Tyus Jones, Joe Mullinax reminds me he was a good backup point guard, but he was not good as a starting point guard. Yeah. And that's true. he says that every single time about Tyus Jones. I can't get that out of my head. And I just figuring out a Tyus Jones, Jordan Poole backcourt. And like, it sounds good, but it sounds good. And not in the sense that, okay, this is the NBA. And now NBA in 2023, there's just so many teams with talent. I mean, we could bring up every team and say, oh, they have at least five solid guys. They only have five solid guys in Dillon. I, 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 I will say that is DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine's dream, where it's just like, oh, they're they're both like six foot two. We're just going to back everybody down the entire game. Perfect. Like, this is great. <laughs> Danny Avdia can't guard everybody. And, and Kuzma and like... Shout out Danny Avdia. Uh, That's it. All right, give me give me your other team. Your, your I'm not going to lie to you. Here's my here's my guaranteed under. It's not to say that they're going to be bad, but it's to say that I think the reason that they're getting the number they're getting is because of a deal that nobody is seeing get any movement on oh, right now. It's Miami. I'm going Miami. Yeah, I have 48 and a half yep. wins. There's no yep. way because one for me, I actually believe this is going to linger into the season. Yep. Miami doesn't have a ton. No. On this roster right now, when you look at this roster, first off, just start signing. Go get Boogie. We know you're going to do it. Go get Boogie. <laughs> go get uh, uh, Christian Wood. Go get who else is out there that's like Kelly Oubre. Go get Kelly Oubre. TJ Warren. Go get, yep. yep. TJ Warren. Go get. Oh, no. Well, let's, let's back that. No, definitely not TJ Warren. Send somebody, on that team. send somebody Taiwan to Taiwan to get Dwight Howard back. Go get Dwight. Like, like we know you're going <laughs> to sign these guys. Everyone's making a million. Dwight might not come back. Dwight's making good money over there. A million. But That's like, less than the vet minimum. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, We're paying him making... under the table here in, my, in yeah. South Beach. <laughs> Pat Pat Riley's paying him in cash. <laughs> you come to my office every in, day after the game. I in take cash and gift cards. He's just yeah. <laughs> here's an iTunes here's, gift card. <laughs> here's an Ibota gift card. You uh, you use that money wisely. Here's some live cash, like whatever they whatever they use at that club. <laughs> but I just I I don't believe that. Right. And here's the thing. I'm also the. I can sit here and tell you that there's a lot of teams that look great on paper, but it, it, this is basketball. It does take time for you to gel in real NBA games. Remember, the Miami Heat struggled in the first half of the season when LeBron James joined the team. Like, that's one of those things where it's not just going to snap and everybody's going to be perfect and ready to go. So I think there's going to be some some work up to that. I think 48 and a half wins. It's a lot. Definitely take the under on that. Not to say they're going to be bad. Not to say they can't get 44, 45, something like that. But I, I just think the 48 and a half is a lot. Like that's what, what is I, that? Like third in the East, basically. They've, they've also only got like six like players that I feel good about. <laughs> Not rocking with Jaime Hawkins. Who's holding up it's this like, whole trade. It's Jimmy Butler and bam. You've got Caleb Martin, Tyler hero. Like, do I throw Duncan Robinson back in there? Like they didn't feel good about him last season. And then the playoffs, he had a resurgence. Kevin Love, kind of same thing. The, the Cavs let him go. And they then you've love got, solid, though. Sure. Okay, solid. Then Haywood Highsmith played some minutes in the playoffs. You've got 
uh, Orlando Robinson, Thomas Bryant, Josh Richardson coming back. Maybe he gets uh, and Kyle Lowry. I haven't mentioned him. Like, yeah. It's just not a lot of guys that you feel really, really good about this Miami team. It's not like they have this solid because they lost some guys in the offseason now with free agency and everything waiting yeah. on this Damian Lillard thing. And they just couldn't pay everybody. They were up against it because you're going to have to pay Caleb Martin and you're going to have to, you know, obviously I think keep he, Jimmy and, and Bam and all that. Here's my question. Even with all of those guys, do you feel like they could have run back that final run? Like, let's be real. They caught lightning in a bottle. Every single guy on that team got hot. Well, and they got hot, but they also didn't, they weren't great in the regular season last year. They won 44 games. Like they're that's expecting what, them to take I'm a saying, step right? forward. Like what? you just want them to continue that hot streak from the playoffs into the regular season. Like, I, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. That's my one. And my other one that is a surprise just to throw a surprise out there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. 52 and a half wins for the Phoenix suns. Give me the under. You added a lot to that team. You added a ton of offense. Who's guarding? Ooh, I will say, remember how everybody question. was Aiden. laughing at the, remember how Aiden. everybody was laughing at the Bradley Beal comments on him being a clamp. I actually went back and looked. His <laughs> defensive metrics were really good when he started in Washington. Were they compared to his that. teammates or was it? Was it <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember ever seeing like being like, man, Bradley Beal really locking y'all down. But his metrics <laughs> were good. <laughs> I think they'll figure it out. I think they've got so much firepower. It's just going to be hard to stop them. I, I think they'll be fine. And they'll- 52 and a half in the West, though. Yeah, that's that's probably true. They're probably that's a lot. That's a lot in the West. That means you're you're and, second in the West. And three guys that get or two guys that get injured a lot in KD and, and, and Beal. Like they miss a bunch yeah, of I, games. I, I don't I don't know. Like I guess perfect health and everybody works well together initially. I could see it, but I don't know. My other ones that I looked at were uh the Brooklyn Nets. That that was my team that I was way down on uh when we did this earlier. They won yeah. forty five last year. They they're at 37 and a half now. I'm taking the, I'm taking the under, I think, on that one. And uh, most of those wins were KD, weren't they? I'm pretty sure. KD and Kyrie. I think, yeah. I think uh, the second half of that season was pretty much a drop off of a cliff. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I had I had Miami on my list as well. Spurs at 28 and a half. They won 22 games last year. How much is Weminyama going to play? That's a, it's a question I got. And then the Hornets. The Hornets are at 30 and a half. We think the Hornets are taking a a, a step up. I, I don't know if I see that. I one. mean, does Lamelo have Lonzo's lower body or his own? Well, and it's it, are they going to play Miles Bridges? Like pr- probably now. Yeah, but. they're going to play Miles Bridges. I can I can guarantee you that. Listen, this is sports. Is he talented? Yeah, That's all they care about yeah, at the end of the day. Well, and what do they do? They don't even have PJ Washington signed back, so we'll see what happens with them. But. There you go. Those are our guaranteed unders coming up. Let's play where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA, including James Harden, Stephen A. Smith, and Lonzo, Stephen Adams. Talk about that coming up. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown NBA and making us part of your show. Tomorrow's show, Wes Goldberg, Adam Mares, they've got you covered for all kinds of NBA news, whatever happens. They always do some kind of power ranking. You know that you're going to get great NBA analysis from both of those guys. Love it. Uh, of course, if a Dame Lillard trade happens, you've got the Miami Heat guy and Wes Goldberg to take over that one. So check back in tomorrow and every day here on Lockdown NBA. For now, though, let's play Count It Up, Count It Up, Count It Up, Count It where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA. Our own Keith Pompey of Lockdown Sixers and the Philly Inquirer reported James Harden has expressed interest in playing in China. We joked about this last week, but my question to you is Count It Up, when? Will James Harden play in China? Pick the season. Um, <sighs> next year. 
The 2023-24 season or 2024-25? 24-25. I so think after that, this uh, upcoming year. I, yeah, after this upcoming year. I, th- I think that well, for, for me, listen, I'm dying here. We're into next year. The guy, on the, on, that, led on my, the, my, the guy that led the NBA in assists last season is playing in China they, a year from now. You want to know why, though? Because let's not pretend like we haven't seen the league blackball people. And when you when you do things like this repeatedly, 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 guess what? You know, all of a sudden, you know, his freedom is just. Well, I mean, (laughs) I wasn't even talking about him. I mean, realistically, though, if we're being 100 percent honest, right, Carmelo Anthony, everybody said he can't play anymore. And then he came back to the Blazers and was like, I, I'll just exist here for a while. And yeah. every now and then he'd be like, oh, I'm still mellow, by the way. Like, I just play a backup role or I play the power forward role over here. Like, th- there are times where players just end up getting blackballed and they end up missing time. I think that could absolutely happen to James Harden. I don't think there's a team. Maybe Houston takes a desperation swing at him after this year. But you can tell based on this offseason, nobody wants to touch him with a 30-foot pipe. Oh, oh, <laughs> Excuse me. Give me, give him, I, he's got three more years in the NBA. He'll do this whole thing where he'll play this year for the Sixers or whatever. He'll get like a two, two year deal or a two plus one with like a team option at the end. It's a bigger deal than we, ex- and anybody expects. And then he'll go over and play a year in China after that. But like, he'll be all, he'll be all done fat suited up and he'll he'll be done with the nba oh, it won't be a suit at that point <laughs> he's heading straight for houston barkley we'll see him balling out and uh we'll he's see. gonna fall off hard can we all agree on that though like not like not skill wise like weight wise when he finally is done playing ball he's gonna inflate who was the the and one guy that was huge who like oh exhibit Don't don't ask what I'm saying. No, not exhibit. I'm tweaking. Exhibit uh uh ex- escalate. Escalate. Yeah. Escalate. You th- uh, he's gonna be escalated in the ch- in like over in China, right? Oh, bro. He's gonna be, yeah, he's he's destined for he's a big boy already. Like James is not small. What is he? Two <laughs> How big is James Harden? He's not small at all. No, he's six five. No, I'm not talking about height, I'm talking about weight. Oh <laughs> well, it's like he's always weighed he he's down if you to pulled, 220. If you, if you Google it, it just looks like the national debt counter that they have in Times Square that just, <laughs> just goes up and down. <laughs> uh by the way, Escalade, Troy Jackson. Uh he was 6'10, 375. Yeah, RIP. That boy was huge. I loved Escalade. Escalade had nasty handles too. He did. That that was one of the big yeah. appeals of him. Yeah. This week, Stephen A. Smith on his show first take said, I've heard that, that there's that it's even hard for Lonzo Ball to get up from the sitting position. Lonzo Ball then responded with a video of him standing and sitting off of his injured leg, just off one leg, standing and sitting repeatedly. Stephen A. Smith responded by saying he's not buying it, that Lonzo is not healthy, he's not coming back. It's also been reported that Lonzo will miss all of next season. Stephen A. Smith isn't buying this. Count it up. Are you buying that Lonzo can come back? Lonzo's not coming back. Uh, the Ever? one thing that I did want to check on was what did AK say? AK said he's missing the season. Lonzo also said he's Lonzo on the podcast said he's missing the year, right? And I say this to say when AK started his uh, conversation, I want to say it was last year with Lonzo. He said we expect Lonzo back next year. 
And me, me and Hayes were like, oh, like next season. No, no, no. He meant like next like year. 2024? He, yeah, he meant a whole different thing. So then we were like, oh, wait a minute. Did, was he was he trying to get over on us and like tell us next year? So with like calendar year? Because he's technically right. And it ended up being the- Lonzo ended up missing all of 23. And now he's possibly going to miss all of 24, right? So he knows how to play the speaking game. I'm not buying it either. And the the listen, I, I've said this multiple times. I don't like how Stephen A. Smith moved the goalpost on this because what he said, Lonzo responded to it. He said he has discomfort standing and sitting every time he does it. Lonzo did it multiple times. Now, when the camera cut off, I don't know if he was like doing the <laughs> Peter Griffin, like <sighs> he jumped. He jumped. He had to jump in the pool right after that. Yeah, I, I don't know if that happened. But then Stephen A. comes back today with the "You're not gonna play basketball." This that wasn't your original argument. He was no, answering the no, argument, and he all he not. said was, "I'll be back." He didn't say, "I'll be back tomorrow." Or with, like, or so or come on, weapons. Stephen A. And listen, we get it. I, and I love Stephen A. I really do. I'm a Stephen A. fan. But dog, just just because you cracked your knee, don't mean that you have to bring it up every time there's a knee injury, <laughs> and people question your basketball acumen. Last one. This week on the JJ Reddick podcast, Steven Adams admitted that he had never ha- really had basketball dreams. He was just kind of offered a scholarship. And then after one year at Pitt, where as according to him, he averaged six and six, he actually averaged seven and six. I want to be on the yep. record and confirm seven that. and six, seven, seven and, and six. six. He just threw his name into the draft pool and he would end up being drafted 12th. And Rick Carlisle was the only person in the draft, the, the draft prep that actually went up to him and said, Hey, you only averaged seven and six last year. Why are you in the draft pool? And Steven Adams like, you know, I'm, I'm just trying it. I'm just trying it out. Just see what happens. And Rick Carlisle goes, those aren't good numbers. <laughs> and told him, what other player seems like they just stumbled into the NBA. They just like threw their name in a hat. And all of a sudden they're like in a rotation somewhere. Are we just going current players? Current here? players right go- now. Yeah, I'm just doing current right now. I've got current I've got players the, right the, now. The most obvious one to me, Lou Dort. Lou Dort felt like he was working out, like doing the <laughs> yeah. Eagles workout in Invincible, and then like the Sixer <laughs> staff, it's like somebody was there and goes, "That guy can jump pretty good." Like, yeah. here, here, hold this, and he hands him a basketball, <laughs> and he's like, "Shoot it over there," and he misses by a mile. But the form, like Lou Dort, seems like a guy that. Just like no, woke I, up. I think the easiest one is the MVP because he basically <laughs> really did it. He basically really did it. Joel Embiid started playing basketball like three years before oh, being in the league. I thought three, you were, were going to say Jokic because I think Jokic is a better answer. Uh, Jokic is a good candidate <laughs> as well. Actually, the last two MVPs, if we're being 100% honest. No, but like Joel Embiid really did. That's why I always say there's a difference between like the talent that people build up and work to the Jimmy Butler's, the Kobe Bryant's guys like that, right? Where yes, they're really good players, but there's a ton of hard work that got you there. And just God freaking given ability. <laughs> Joel and B was like, yeah, I'm a goalie. <laughs> and it took like, what was it? Uh, uh, by Mute, I think it was, it went over there and he yeah. was just like, go, go, go on a court. Go. What are you doing? Get off the field. Go Get off the pitch. Go over there to the court. All of a sudden, he's an MVP. But no, I think both of them, right? Like Jokic, Jokic looks like one day he was seven foot, and his brothers were like, "You're probably not going to make it in the army, bro." <laughs> yeah, the Air Force may not be for you, bud. Like, I don't think you're going to fit in the plane. Like, the cockpits are only so big. Okay, my favorite one that I came up with for this: Derek White. 
Doesn't Derek just just Derek White's eyes? Doesn't look like Derek White always is just surprised he's wherever he's supposed to be. Like like, how did I end up here? Like what? <laughs> I I I mean, listen, Derek White is the epitome of like if I gave my daughter a crayon and she tried to draw uh, Clay Thompson from memory. <laughs> so you know, like I just I really hope. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Derek White's a good one. Just like uh, I think, you know what? I'll give you one that uh, always surprises me. A guy that I also just think just got tall, and they were like, there's nothing else for you to do. There's no career for you. Kyle Anderson. <laughs> Kyle Anderson feels like he has no idea what he's doing on a court every time he's on a court. He's so efficient. So he's good. such a good defender. But every time you see him, you're just like, how do he rotate over there? Like, what what happened with that? It's like he's slow. He's slow mo, <laughs> but like he's slow because he doesn't know any better. That's what it seems That's like. It sounds like. <laughs> and then you look at the end of the night and you're like six blocks. <laughs> Where do you get six blocks from? Four steals. You'd be like, what, what are you guys doing out there? Uh, I've been watching a lot of FIBA and I've been watching Australia. Joe Ingles just looks like a guy that would just like how did. How did Listen. I end? How did I end up here? He just kept like falling backwards into roles in the NBA. Joe Ingles, one hundred and ten percent cuts his own grass. That's what I think every time I see Joe Ingles. He Do they have grass has, in Australia. They have yards. I think so. They have a lot of spiders though. Like you, <laughs> Joe Ingles is definitely the guy that like probably mows his lawn. And it's just like oh scorpion, boom. <laughs> what great white shark? Get that out of the way. Australia. Are you looking up yards in Australia? Is that what you're doing right now? My Googles this episode have been so weird. I think, I think that they have grass in Australia. They, my get, they have coastal turf. Yeah. That's coastal <laughs> turf. I wonder if you got to use a backwards blade on that or something, right? Like does it spin the other way. I don't know. I've looked up the N one big mixtape guy. I've looked up what Derek white looks like in Australia backyards and lawns. That's what I've Googled so far in this, this episode. That's, there uh, you go. Let us know in the comment section. What's the team you're going over? What's the team you're going under on their win totals? Guys, uh, come back tomorrow for Lockdown NBA. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown NBA. Bye-bye. Boom.